The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too My brother, my brother, me, an advice show for the modern era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. I'm your middlest brother, Travis McElroy. I'm your babyest baby brother, Griffin McElroy. We spoke on this last week. I wanted to update everyone in our listening audience. Refresher, Another... correction, retraction, and updates. No. Oh, it's... No, updates. Okay. Start with an update. Uh, we spoke last week about unusual animal pairings and how they always start off uh, with uh, negligence. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> I found this new one on CNN that I wanted to mention to you guys. Dallas Zoo brings in pet puppy to calm down cheetahs. Yeah. <laughs> now, <laughs> now, okay. Does it mean because the cheetahs chase the puppies and wear themselves out? <laughs> they get so tired eating puppies that they, they get lethargic. I'm going to lay down and take a nap. Can you imagine that puppy? Like, are you sure this is? I've only been alive for like two months. Are you sure this is cool? Because those look like giant cats, which I'm already not super crazy crazy about. Crazy about that whole genus. Can you listen in this economy? I'm really happy for the work. So thank you, first and foremost. But hard out there for the contract. I'm looking at the contract here. And it says that there is a significant chance I'm going to be, if I read this correctly, consumed. <laughs> consumed is that wholesale. Is this, I know I'm a puppy and my reading skills, not so great. So can you, can, can you confirm or deny that this says the puppy will be consumed guaranteed? Uh, so I'm sorry to that puppy. I'm also sorry to, and God, I can't, this is, this is the website for CNN. Stubbs the cat, Alaska town mayor mauled by dog. <laughs> God, they just can't. They just can't let can't let a cat get ahead, can they? Yeah. Fucking Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, JFK. The government will take down any leader that they don't uh, that they don't agree with. And now subs the cat uh, has been mauled by the opposition dog. It's a t- fucking terrible world out there. Let's all t- let's all go around the circle and talk about the most terrible thing that that is happening right now. <laughs> Travis, Justin, we know yours. Okay. Is this is this mishmashing of unlike animals? It's a shame," said Ashley Kearns, who works at the pizza shop in the small town, 110 miles north of Anchorage. He's the mayor. He's the it's p- not a joke. <laughs> I know it's ridiculous, but the town is run really well. Oh, uh, this is the fucking libertarian dream. I know. Cats in power. No laws. Legal weed. <laughs> Cabinet for everyone. I'll tell you my thing. Tonight, Carrie Underwood is going to to perform the NFL Sunday Night Football theme song. Um, the the song has been waiting all day for Sunday night, which just seems like a child, like an impatient child, would say. There are so many things you can do during Sunday day that are great, but she's replacing Faith Hill. Like they won't expect us to fucking notice. Like they want oh a pretty blonde country singer that must be Faith Hill. 
She's looking good. Wait, next year's model, huh? It's it's a it's a fucking crying shame. I'm sure she'll do a great job, but like, what else does Faith have? Her and Tim are on the outs. I think. Well, do you guys want to hear some good news? I thought I explicitly Mike? said only bad things, though. Oh. Can you frame um, the good news in a bad way? Yeah. So they're remaking RoboCop. What the fuck? But also, Mike, Michael Keaton's in it, so he's not dead. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Keaton is alive, and he's in RoboCop. That's, good job, Michael Keaton. Let's help. You know, I'm tired of I'm tired of hurting people. I want to pick their spirits back up and help them out. So this is an advice show. So let's do that. I'm about to start announcing girls' volleyball games. What are some calls I can give to pump up the crowd? And that's from priming to pump in Castle Rock, CO. That's Colorado, right? It's Col- yeah. Columbus. Um, Columbus. <laughs> they're in Castle Rock, Columbus. This you- is so important. I'm so glad to see. You can't just start pumping people up unless you yourself have pumped yourself. I think you have to be pre-pumped mm-hmm. to pump a crowd up. And then by the end of it, you should be just deflated. I think, I think. Dale Carnegie said that, didn't he? Yeah. He said, mm-hmm. you, you can't expect people to pump you if you don't pump them in exchange. Can you I start? This is a circle of pumping. Can I recommend that you kick off every volleyball game with a new custom theme song from Faith Hill, who <laughs> now has a lot more time in her schedule, like waiting, <laughs> waiting all afternoon for Thursday evening at the JC? She has to change some of the words or else Carrie Underwood. She's waiting very all week for bump set spike. Ooh, that fucking goddamn! Auto-tune that shit, and we are halfway there. And just getting Faith Hill. That's the and only Faith other thing. Hill, yes. Well, I think if we auto-tune you enough, we can make you sound like Faith Hill. Mm-hmm. Probably. When, when you say calls to pump up the crowd, does that mean, like, you're saying to them, like, get pumped, or, like, your reaction to exciting things mm. that have just happened? Maybe, maybe it's in they're in some sort of dictatorial city-state where, like, they just shout commands over a megaphone. And then everybody else has to, like, stand or clap in compliance. Killer shot. Now it's time for government-mandated push-ups. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Jump rope for heart. Or else. <laughs> everything. Jump rope. Jump rope or, or we'll detonate the tiny bomb installed in everyone's heart by the government. It's chemtrails, guys. It's, like, basic 101 shit. <laughs> Loose change. You guys Watch know about chemtrails, right? They're fucking everything. They're everything and everywhere. I feel like Kim the Cattrail? only thing you can do yeah. at any uh, sports event anymore is play the theme from Space Jam. Like, when they're talking about, uh, we got a new jam going, welcome to the slant. Like, that's going to get people so, <sighs> maybe, so pumped. Maybe, but there are many sports where slamming and jamming aren't the operative verbs. Mm-hmm. You, there's very little slamming and or jamming in, like, water polo. No, actually, there's probably some jamming. But I don't think there's any slamming in water polo. I think it's mostly just like trying to try not to drown and throwing. <laughs> so try not to drown and then you throw the ball. Quad City DJs could do a different theme song yeah. for every sport. Mm-hmm. Highlight. Just stay the fuck, stay safe. It's a very <laughs> dangerous sport. Die. It's a very heavy ball. It travels very quickly. So scoop it up and then tighten your pants. They have tight pants in Highlight. Oh. I'm not familiar. I don't think you can tighten pants when you have hook hands on. <laughs> Although that would be really fun to see. If someone's pants fall down on the fucking highlight court, <laughs> you're done. You're done. Oh, God. I need... Ah! 
I need a fan yeah, in the audience to jump down and help out, me. Time out. No, you just if that happens, you start using your scoops to dig him a grave because he is dead. <laughs> do uh, the, wait, do the fans have to wear scoops too? I've never seen highlights. Everyone, everyone wears the scoops in case they need to get called in. Oh, it's just so like when someone wears. Everyone wears a mitt to like a baseball game to catch fo- uh, foul balls. You wear the scoops so that you don't die in the crowd. Is this what about like? Is it? Uh, is it teen teen school volleyball or is it like, um, is it uh, raunchy beach volleyball? Because that's an incredibly important distinction to. Okay, to make. so let's do for both. Because I'm going to say for like the high school teens, say stuff like, uh, "Get on your feet and cheer for these girls' potential." Yeah. Um, <laughs> I would love to be at that game. They have bright futures ahead of them in whatever career they choose. Yeah. And the and other one is. volleyball. Yeah. Just like, jug of bugs. <laughs> the juggy one spiked the other juggy one. Who? Miller time. <laughs> <laughs> um, Keep an eye out. Here comes the jug cannon where we shoot disembodied jugs at the crowd. <laughs> It's a health code violation. That's why you signed a waiver. Waiver. Maybe. Maybe. I'm on board. Maybe you set the volleyball on fire somehow. (gasps) Whoa. Or you do what bowling alleys do and just make it like extreme cosmic volleyball and like make the net glow in the dark and like the ball glow and everybody's got like war paint on. Hey, what happened? Hey, gentlemen, I think we've extended our plan beyond the reach of what you can accomplish (laughs) as an announcer at the game. I mean, you could demand that the ball be set on fire all you want from your (laughs) shitty booth, but I don't think anybody's going to listen to you. What kind of high school, wait, whoa, hold on. What kind of a high school volleyball court do you think this is where they have an announcing booth? I think, yeah, it's, it is a fucking fold out it is the lunch table that has been poorly converted i think the way you get people pumped up is you shout these suggestions of ways to make the sport more awesome <laughs> like put some that pumas a- out there with um yeah clap if you that like was a beautiful pumas. spike now imagine if it had been glow in the dark am i right people leave your suggestions <laughs> on your way out what if oh, his volleyball oh, court was in a rancor pit from star wars <laughs> like what are you talking about Demand that the audience imagine these things. Like, you don't have to make it happen. Just, and now for the next time, things with the hitting, we're all going to imagine it's on fire. Get on (laughs) your feet. Let me paint you a picture with my words. (laughs) Griffin, how about a Yahoo? Yeah, sure. Uh, This Yahoo was sent in by Julie Ken. Thank you, Julie Ken. It's by Yahoo Answers user Casey Cheery, who asks... What to wear with a black cape? I bought it ages ago, so I can't really find a picture for you. It has one tab fastening, like, and then there's a pic of what a cape fastener looks like. No, it doesn't have a collar. It doesn't look right with anything other than tank tops, but it's getting colder, and I want to find something warmer to wear under it. What would be the best color thing to wear with it? Now, um, this is not a Dracula costume cape. It's just it's just like a black, maybe wool cape. There is not a single word in that question that doesn't hurt my heart. It only looks good with a with tank, the tank, tankini. That person, there's a human on the same planet you yourself live on, listener, that recently 
Maybe not so recently because they apparently can't find the cape that they so desperately want to wear to take a picture of it. The, that person stood in front of a full-length mirror with a black cape and a fuchsia tank top and adjusted their top hat and thought, yes, this is a look. Now, okay, let me go further with this picture with words. Imagine like one of those movie montages where the people go to try out new looks for like the nerdy guy and like he keeps coming out of the dressing room and they're like, no, or like, yeah. But it's just a string of him standing quietly in front of the mirror, cape <laughs> and sweater. No, no. Cape and winter jacket. No. Cape and tank top. Yeah. Cape. Yeah, I found it. Cape and smaller cape that you wear in the front. <laughs> They call that a bib. Uh, a bib. Jacob, uh, it's, it's a, a bib. bib. Cape a bib and joke. school mom dress. Mm. Yes. No, not. Oh, so it, close. It Boy, that could really right. spice up your visits to Red Lobster, though, if you told everybody you're wearing a front cape. Mm-hmm. Or. <laughs> just trying to avoid getting butter you, on you. If you can't afford a nice, high-quality cape from, from Nordstrom Rack, you just, when you're done consuming your crab butter mass, then you just flip that sloppy bib. Mm-hmm. Flip that sloppy bib, put it on your back, and you got a you got a floppy grease cape. <laughs> you're gonna fight so much crime, so much crustacean crime. I would be afraid of a, of a person doing that. To be fair, mm-hmm. it's the buttery mess. Get out of here! <laughs> Get out of Everybody here! Everybody, run! His hands smell like Cheddar Bay biscuits. He's gonna grease us up. Can that be a YouTube meme? Like the kids who go to the through like McDonald's and they grab the ice cream cone from the wrong end, or. Um, <laughs> Like a thing that you do to just like totally freak out. Yeah, it's like a kid thing that kids do on YouTube. They order ice cream from McDonald's and then like they hand the the cashier hands them the ice cream and they grab it by the ice cream. It it freaks people shit out. Like it's a pretty good goof. But like I I think that the food service industry needs to be tormented, I guess. If we, uh, if we like podcast wide agree that grabbing the ice cream by the ice cream part is a quote, pretty good goof yeah i think that explains a lot about the quality of our show over the past few months i'm i i listen i'm all about shattering expectations and that's what these people are doing one one scoop at a time i think you flip that bib around people are going to be confused they're going to talk i to think that all, all it would really take at the red lobster is saying oh thank you so much could i get some extra bibs to take home with me mm-hmm. i think that would be enough to really just I don't know. I frighten the the waiter or waitress. I'm 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 doing something, and I don't want to get into it, but it involves a lot of a lot of clarified butter. Let me put it discreetly. I'm a sloppy boy. <laughs> Real sloppy, sloppy poppy. Sloppy boy. Um, I think what? you can. There's a way to make a fucking cape work for you. I think there's not everybody, right? Not, like, do you think everybody can pull off a cape? Not everybody, no. And like, let's just let's just shatter the illusion that tank tops can fit. Tank tops don't go with anything. You wear them because it's so hot and humid outside, and you don't want anything on your arms or your shoulders or your pits. That is the only context that you wear a tank top. You don't say. Griffin, I know that you live in Austin. Have you crumbled to tank top? I'll never wear yet? a fucking tank top. Although I see dudes who do that wear like the full blown Rastafarian like neck cut down to their ball sack and i'm like god you look so dry you look so dry and so comfy and I, i'm sitting there in my stupid v-neck t-shirt there is I, I think there are very few clothing items actually you know what maybe this is why the cape and the tank top uh 
work together so well is that they are both items with an extremely high risk reward. I mean, if you can nail what is the, the tank top look, it's of the cape. What is the what is the surprise? Benefit? Okay, but think think about it this way. It lets you blend it in the shadows. If you um, can if you are wearing the cape, there is a 99% chance that just you're king dipshit. But if you nail it, Oh my God! Forget about it. You're the mayor. You Wait, and that on, cat on, are co-mayor. On. Justin, I just need to know real quick: what would nailing it in wearing a cape entail? Travis, the odds against nailing a cape as an ensemble choice are so narrow that I myself, like, if I could just sit here and tell it. you how to make a cape work, I I wouldn't be on a podcast. I'd be fucking gallivanting on the Riviera, wooing heiresses. Like, yeah, I, I feel like I, the one the one chance for it to quote be nailed uh-huh. is if you're wearing the cape, you're getting picked on by some bullies or people making fun of you. But then a cry rings out from the alley. You rush in, save a woman from a mugger or something, a fucking superhero. And then it's like, you know, I, then wearing the cape is justified for about 30 minutes. But other than that, I cannot envision a circumstance in which you are wearing a cape and somebody looks at you and goes, yeah, it's justified. If you could emerge from the shadows. I bet you could sneak a lot of hoagies into a football game. <laughs> Here comes Count Hoagie. You smell like onions and roast beef. Count Hoagie and his dream coat of mini sandwiches. <laughs> there was ham and salami and cheddar and biscuits and cheese and mustard and... There's a little show tunes humor for you. How about a new question? <laughs> so, I'm a 21-year-old guy in college, and I just adopted my first pet. It's a cat named Leonardo DiCadio. He's cool but he's extremely bitey all the time. When he's happy, when he's sad, when he's playful, whatever, he bites the crap out of you. He's only six months old, so I'm hoping he'll grow out of this, but he is huge for his age, so he hurts a lot more than he means to. Should I just start discouraging him when he bites? Will he grow out of it? Is it possible my cat is just an asshole? That's from Tim McVicker. Uh, Tim, if you wanted to start discouraging your cat from bite, like, what is your reaction right now? Oh, 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 you got me. Ah, that hurts and I'm going to really throw bad. this out and, le- and hear me out. All cats are assholes. Now I know somebody at home just threw their headphones off their head. I love cats and I And onto a cat. And onto <laughs> a hey, cat. Hey, you got to listen to this shit. Hey, come here. Listen. This guy is espousing say. some real heinous shit about your entire species. He said you are all assholes. They are. But just like you have lots of friends that are assholes, they're lovable assholes, and they're great. But yeah, cats are assholes. Can I? Can yeah, I? Cat, cat. I have a suggestion um, because I have a, a very large, very violent cat that attacks me on the reg, um, and I have found a surefire way of dealing with it, and it is stop being such a fucking pussy baby. <laughs> He's got his teeth are little. He's got little six-month-old kitty teeth. Oh, he bites my skin. Oh, no. Bitey bite. No. Hurts. Ow, band-aids. I would rather have... Where's Neosporin? I I gotta rub it on my baby kitty bites. (laughs) I can't touch one of my cats. I got two cats. One was fat and just chills. The other one, you can't touch him. Can't, can't, uh, can't pick her up. Not kidding. Can't even look at her. I have have literally never had any physical contact with this fucking cat. This cat is is a goddamn hologram for all I know. Justin has invented some sort of clever hologram cat technology that is I can't. You can't do it. The cat and a cat has a sweet deal because the cat's like, oh, okay, you know, I'll eat. 
Oh, and, <laughs> and, and, and oh, I'll eat your food. No probs. Oh, you want a pedo? Nope. 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 I, nope. I nope, also nope, want to throw nope. out, though, Justin, it's very possible that CJ is also very spookable, but where's she going to go? <laughs> yeah, she's, she, she would just waddle uh, waddle away. I'd still catch her pretty I'm so panicked. Ah, uh, what am I gonna do? In the in adding insult to injury, the small cat, the spookable one, Amelia, she will like literally if CJ lies down for a couple minutes, the cat will like envelop herself into CJ. She'll use CJ like a parka and just wrap herself and like, like okay. A tauntaun. So it's not physical contact. Yes, exactly, Travis. She'll climb into CJ's fat and <laughs> control warm herself. Like a Pacific like a Jaeger from Pacific Rim. <laughs> Yeah, but but no, a, a human, a human who controls like money and food and has invented shit. Yeah, no, 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 I can't be sullied by your it fucking it hands that invented the cotton gin and the steam engine. Yeah, your species blows. Your species hasn't done shit. The Egyptians are so fucking dumb. Why do they worship you guys? You don't do shit. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. When your cat starts biting you and and you go like no. Do you know what your cat's gonna do? It's gonna look at you like you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. Because it's gonna look at you and be like, uh, yes, I don't care. These words mean nothing to me. It's not a dog. Like, you yell at a dog, the dog's immediately like, I'm so sorry. Oh, I listen, feel terrible. I, you need to, I got really swept That was up a breach of etiquette, and I'm, I, listen, that's on me, dog. That's on me. You need to pick up your phone, and you need to dial 411 and just shout, help me, Jackson Galaxy, into the phone, and then Jackson Galaxy is gonna come. <laughs> You guys know Jackson Galaxy, right? <laughs> I don't. Jackson Galaxy, the cat behavior specialist, the the cat whisperer. This guy. Oh, is he the guy that looks like a fucking rock star? Uh, I guess if that's what your definition of a rock well, star you, is. Let me let me rephrase. Is he the guy who looks like a failed bassist? He looks like <laughs> yes. He looks like four different bassists all rolled together. He's got. Don't be disturbed when Jackson Galaxy shows up to your house with his crazy wraparound goggle glasses and his anthrax beard. And his mutton chops and his his Michael Stipe bald head. Like uh, a Franken-bassist. He's a Franken-bassist, mm-hmm. but I tell you what, he will take your cat from a zero to a four. Not to a hero. <laughs> cats can't be heroes. But to a, he'll Our get, cats get have a pretty four. good deal. Uh, uh, we have an understanding now where if they do something bad, what I do is I spray them with the spray bottle of water that I keep next to the couch at all times, like some sort of alcoholic father. (laughs) But I spray them with the spray bottle and then they know immediately, they go to Sydney and start rubbing on her to indicate their wetness, at which point I get in trouble for spraying the cats. So it's a whole, (laughs) it's a whole circle we have worked out. It's really great. Um, On the real though, do you know what fixed my cat? Started putting that motherfucker outside. It's hard up there, isn't it? Pretty soft, pretty sweet deal you got in here, huh? No, no, I think it's outside time. I think someone's forgotten. I think someone's forgotten about the giant metal dragons that live outside. (laughs) Have fun. What we did is we just started putting a harness on the cat, like we were going to walk her, but we just put the harness on her, and she just immediately, like, lays flat on the ground and doesn't move until you take the harness off. And it's, like, this weird kind of force field of, like, it just completely cancels out all of her willpower and soul. We actually had one of those for Travis from ages three to seven. <laughs> uh, just, Teen. Uh, I, I, people got pissed off at me when I Instagrammed and Vine pictures of my cat in a harness and a leash. As we were training it to go outside, like, cats aren't supposed to do that. Like, yeah, I guess what? Dogs probably aren't either. 
Like it's just like we do that with them. Like I don't think you dogs never see are like, a dog in the wild. You never see like a hyena in a harness. Yeah, dogs aren't like oh restrictions cool. No, they're like I just because I'm not an animal who likes to run and play. Yeah. <laughs> um, you gotta you all gotta watch this fucking Jackson Galaxy show. You think your fucking cat is terrible? This cat will like. There are cats on that show that will like bite a man's sleeping balls. And then as he sits up, the cat is on its face like a face hugger from aliens and will like kiss up its his nose. Then he leans into your leans into his ear and says, I stole your identity. Leave <laughs> my sleep. Sorry I stole about your identity. credit score. There are episodes of that show that are like the goddamn exorcist where Jackson Galaxy like Jackson Galaxy's dead because one cat like threw him down a flight of stairs. <laughs> My cat won't stop espousing hate speech. Oh, yeah, I've seen this before. Come here. I'm going to put you outside. My, my cat's a tiger. No, yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a literal tiger. This is, this is an unsafe. My, my advanced team should have picked this up. Yeah. My, um, my cat is floating in the air and is transparent and keeps, keeps trying to scare my children. Like, oh, you got a ghost cat. We've seen this before. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about <laughs> it. Where do you keep just a matter? You need a bell um, and a spray bottle. Where do you keep your protoplasm? My cat keeps walking around on his hind legs and doesn't have any fur and talks. Oh, that's a toddler. That's a toddler. Yeah, you had it. <laughs> you, you remember when you had a baby a few years ago? That's what. That's now. what they evolve into. Yeah. And next stop, Charizard. Um, hey, uh, my cats aren't gonna buy their own goddamn food. God knows. So let's uh, go to the money center. Warby Parker is a new concept in eyewear. He's a, a an eccentric uh, eyeglass scientist mm-hmm. who uh, will sell you uh, glasses at a really affordable price. I right? feel like saying scientist is uh, he's he's a glasses robber baron. Yeah, he he runs the glasses industry on the internet. Um, he uh, all the glasses have anti-reflective, anti-glare coating for no additional cost. And it, they've got this cool he. There's not a they. It's one man. Is it really? In a warehouse of sunglasses. I don't think this is true. It is true. His it name's is, Warby a, Parker. It's a man in beautiful glasses and a cape. Yeah, a, a cape. The one, the one condition in which you can sport a cape is if you live and work in a warehouse full of sunglasses and glasses. Warby Parker will come to your door, open up his cape. And sell you the glasses hanging from his cape, like the guy from Resident Evil. But it's um, weird because he's not wearing anything else underneath. Got a lot of nice glasses, stranger. Uh, you get uh, five pairs of glasses shipped to you. Try them on. See what your folks think. Not uh, all at the same time. You look stupid. Uh, and then you choose the one you want. Send the others back in a prepaid envelope. Uh, you can. You got ten days uh, wait before the uh, glasses show up, and sometimes it's faster than that and for every pair of glasses you buy you they give a pair to somebody and and who knows maybe next time you'll be the one who gets the free glasses maybe i don't you'll think it hit works the like skids. that maybe like you'll see a downturn in your life you'll and off. you'll be like well i'm so glad i bought those glasses back when i had a job and loved ones do you think you could you think you could ask warby parker to, when you buy one to say listen hold on to that free pair Things have not been going great. 
and I'd like to cash that in later um, if I am in need. It doesn't. Uh, it doesn't say this in the list of things in this advertisement. But clean your face before you put on these glasses. <laughs> clean your face, Please. like the bridge of your nose and your cheeks. Just like do a quick wipe before you put them on, because like four of those bad boys are going back. You know, they got uh, non-prescription sunglasses from ninety-five bucks and prescription polarized sunglasses from one hundred and fifty. So visit WarbyParker.com, order your prescription glasses, sunglasses, or reading glasses, and enter the code MYBROTHER, and you get your new glasses within three business days. WarbyParker.com, and just enter MYBROTHER. And then you get your glasses, and you can see. Good start. But what do you look at? Answer. Your kids? Nope. What are they doing? What what have they done? The smile of a child? No. No. God, no. Absolutely not. No, Disgusting. you want to turn on some television boys in the house. Oh, A&TM 2.0. Justin got deep down in it. I need I'm everyone to start a Twitter me. campaign for us to be best pals with that dude. Cody. Cody. Corey? Corey or Cody. Or Cor- Corey or Cody. Or Cody. If there's Bo. one of those on the show. Boys in the I've been watching on Hulu Plus. Uh, so with A&TM or anything else on Hulu Plus, there's lots of good stuff. SNL Community, Modern Family, South Park Family Guy. So many others. Uh, you can stream it from your TV or on your phone or your tablet. Don't don't look at your kids. Look at TV on Hulu. It's only eight bucks a month. Seven ninety nine. All right, eight bucks. I mean seven ninety nine. Less than eight bucks. We're on your Seven ninety nine. And uh, they got movies too. It's no big deal. Just watch whatever you want. Uh, and here's the best news. You ready? Mm-hmm. You can try Hulu Plus free. On us, we'll pay for it. We don't actually pay for it, do we? Out, we of our, out of our own pockets. That explains why I have nothing. Why I'm destitute now. Go to HuluPlus.com slash MyBrother. And you can try two weeks free. No big deal. MBD. Um, I wish... I, I thought... I just typed in that address. To, hopefully, I was hoping there'd be like a picture of us. like Maybe with popcorn thumbs up. or something. Yeah. Oh, you made it. A picture of us that we don't remember anybody taking. Of just me through my window. This is just a picture of me sleeping. What's going on, Hulu? Hey. Uh, Boys in the house. ANTM 2.0. The game done changed. Get on there. Get your free trial and get up in I saw more than two people on Twitter say, I just got Hulu Plus because of Griffin's description of Corey or Cody on ANTM fucking changing the fucking game and i think that i am missing a huge opportunity for marketing and just like describing shit that i saw on television (laughs) huluplus.com forward slash my brother get your free trial and and then they know that you listen to us and bend to our whims which makes us more powerful i have a message an important message from mark and Alyssa, and the message was sent by travis now not our travis i know that's confusing because there's more than one. I know. Uh, Travis is Mark's. Travis is Mark's brother. Um, and Travis says to Mark and Alyssa, "Happy being married now." I don't know if that means that Travis is married and he's a caveman and he's saying that he's happy. <laughs> I think he's talking <laughs> about mm, happy being happy. married. Uh, sorry, I missed your many changes. Sorry, I missed your wedding, but this should make up for the card I didn't send. I <laughs> eh. uh, love you and wish you the best. <laughs> Forget toilet seat down. <laughs> Some fights, mostly I'm happy. Trouble <laughs> <laughs> communicating. You know no Helen like I know Helen. 
you know see Helen when she happy at home. Helen get nervous in big group. <laughs> Helen has a problem. Remember alcoholism disease. Oh. Kind spirit occasionally misled Helen. <laughs> She's mother of me children. <laughs> Helen. Um, she is pterodactyl. <laughs> happy wedding, <laughs> happy wedding, Mark and Alyssa. We're very happy for you. Sorry that that Travis missed it. Maybe he'll catch <clears throat> you on the next one. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Hi, I'm Jesse Thorne, the host of NPR's Bullseye, and I'm Jordan Morris, another guy. Jordan and I have been friends for a really long time, and we co-host the comedy podcast Jordan Jesse Go together. Jordan, what would you say Jordan Jesse goes all about? Well, uh, it's about funny stories, um, crazy ideas, swearing. So basically nothing. Yeah, nothing. But we always have fun and funny celebrity guests from the worlds of comedy, television, music, uh, everything. I think you're actually going to like being radio friends with us. Yeah. Check out Jordan Jesse Go online at MaximumFun.org or free in iTunes or your favorite podcatcher. Uh, you guys want a Yahoo answer question? A Yahoo Nice Mystery? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it's Yahoo Mystery Nights. This Yahoo Mystery Nights was sent in by uh, Alex Rich. Thanks, Alex. It's by Yahoo Answers user Mark, who asks, Cool one- or two-word quotes. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's it. Uh, yeah, I have some from Yahoo Answers user Marux, which I think is just Marcus spelled wrong. Uh, who responded with some real doozers. Know thyself. Be yourself. Love yourself. Wait, hold on. These all seem along a similar vein. Carpe diem. Sure. (laughs) Um, I am. You're what? Finish your thought. Finish the thought, Marcus. Don't resist. (laughs) Marcus! Whoa! (laughs) Uh, Discover. Is that a quote? Nope. To quote That's to quote Benjamin Franklin, discover, discover what Ben? Shit, the shit, all the shit that I did. Dream. <laughs> no. Explore. Just breathe. Just dance. <laughs> Godspeed. <laughs> Be honest. Marcus, fuck you. Fuck you, Marcus. It's like country music lyric generator. Just copy and paste hey in a random order. Stay true. Was Hey Guys one? No. <laughs> hey guys. B- hey guys. Bloody hell. Oh, oh my god. Fuck you, Marcus. Um, all great, <laughs> terrific quotes from popular media and history. Here's what I've been I- trying out. Marcus time. <laughs> is that working? <laughs> Just your name and then the word time. Assuming your name is one word. Um, I... I- I'm confused by the parameters of this question. I'm because it says two word quotes, but it seems like all Marcus did was list two words paired together. Yeah, I would love to be so fucking fresh that I could just I could be cemented in history for just dropping a handful of syllables on somebody. Mm-hmm. Like you remember what Griffin McRoy said? Discover. Cowabunga? Bart Simpson. Or the or the turtles, kiss my 
and then a new paragraph, grits. And <laughs> it's a joint I quote. I think that's an E.E. E. Cummings poem. It's kiss my question mark, and then inside of colons and asterisks, grit. And then where does it say T.S.? It's at the bottom. It's at the bottom. It's on the next page. It's on the next page, and it's backwards. Street? It's like a choose-your-own-adventure. You have to turn to page 53 to see the T.S. Mm-hmm. Oh. Pootie tang. Pootie tang. <laughs> Corn dogs. Country Space fan. Jam. Space Jam. Email. <laughs> Upset burgers. What are you just saying? What are you you're just saying? Hey, see, at this point, two word quotes, no context, the world's your oyster. Whatever you want. But they're not. Let's keep it. going until we run out. Disciplinary pizza. <laughs> Just say a word that doesn't make sense in the context of food and then a food. Griffin, the first rule of improv is say yes. Oh, sorry. So my quote is say yes. Um, Band arguments. uh, Keenan and? And that's somebody who forgot what Kel's name was. That's a quote from somebody talking about the Nickelodeon show, but he couldn't remember what Kel's name was. Free. Fredo. Free pizza. Griffin, did, are there any other people trying to answer this question? Someone said, what? And that was Vinny Barbarino, John Travolta from Welcome Back, Cotter. I don't remember him saying that. I think this was just like a Cotter file. Just like trying to spread his seed as far as he can possibly go. Oh my god, we forgot the best one. Oh. How rude. Oh, that's, see, that's fucking on point. Have mercy. Like, let's just do, let's just do <laughs> st- uh, uh, fucking full house quotes. Cut it! Dead wife. That was in Danny. <laughs> I love when Danny Tanner would be in like a down moment. Yeah. He just oh, dead wife. Sky. Dead wife. <laughs> that episode where like everybody left the kitchen to go get pizza and Danny was left alone <laughs> and just quietly looked into his drink and mm-hmm. muttered dead wife. That was a great half hour um, of comedy. Um, how about uh, my rippers? And that's Jesse. And he's talking about. Someone asks, hey, who are the other members of your band? He says, oh, my rippers? He doesn't say, oh, because it's just two words. <laughs> Meth, please. And that was uh, Jody Sweeten. She, is it too soon to joke about her? It's nope. too soon to joke about Not her. Not soon enough, actually. No one's going to get that. <laughs> Comet's dead. Comet never died. <laughs> he lives on in our hearts. Saget Chop! And that was when Bob Saget. (laughs) Great fight scene. Yeah, when the. Did you guys ever notice how there were like a crazy amount of fight scenes in TGIF shows? Mm -hmm. Fucking fucking Step Mm -hmm. by Step did one like literally every third episode. Patrick, I think Patrick Duffy had like something in his contract where he was like, I need to. I actually don't think that's a joke, Griffin. I think that Patrick Duffy, because you're right, and you could tell because the camera, because this was a multi camera comedy. Yeah. The, if the camera, the would, camera just pan would take out. this very yeah. odd angle that it never really takes, where you see how small the set actually is, yeah, yeah. because it's basically just looking at dead on, and you could set, smell like, oh man, Patrick Duffy's about to beat some ass. It really was. It like every time they went to a bar, every time there was a scene in a bar, you're like, oh, Duffy's about to do some whoopings. I feel like that happened a lot. In like, there were always people challenging people to something. And, like, it's every time there wanted to be a lesson about, like, what it really means to stand up to a bully or, like, use your brain. The answer is... There was one fucking episode where Urkel, in Family Matters, like, there was a rope climbing challenge? 
And like the one of the jocks challenged him to a rope climbing competition like everyone had happened to them in high school. It was very relatable. And so to win, Urkel fucking built a jetpack. What gym teacher? Travis, what is the relevance of this anecdote? <laughs> no, I suddenly just started thinking about that's fucking cheating. What are we teaching our children? Yeah. Yeah, it's like that one physical prowess out the window, just fucking cheat. In these fucking teen sitcoms, uh-huh. the writers were eventually like, Well, the 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 challenges of high school are getting kind of boring. Let's have them beat the shit out of each other. <laughs> Can we get Duffy in the mix? That was a weird crossover episode where uh, Corey fought Patrick Duffy. Patrick Duffy. That's a quote that Patrick Duffy would say <laughs> when he'd say his own name. Because he's a Pokemon. Patrick Duffy? Patrick Duffy Duffy. Patrick Duffy. Patrick Pat Pat. Pat Pat. Patrick Duffy. Duffy, use chop. Duffy! <laughs> Duffy, use acting. Patrick Duffy. <laughs> Duffy hasn't learned this game. <laughs> Duffy only has room for four moves. He knows chop, chopping, chop. They're saying eat, Patrick Duffy. Chop, eat, drugs, and walk. Just forget jumping over the General Lee. Forget that skill. You don't need it anymore, Duff. He refuses. You never know. Okay, fine. Boy, that's a fucking bitter pill when. Uh, you do not get the cat the call to uh, reunite in the new iteration of Dallas. Mm-hmm. That's got to be bitter when uh, even Larry Hagman's getting the call, brink of death's door, and then proceeding through death's door. Larry Hagman gets the call to be on the new Dallas, mm-hmm. and you, Patrick Duffy, that that phone is <laughs> quiet, quiet as I'll get well, out. He's he's busy writing his one man stage show. He he wouldn't have time for it anyways. You guys wouldn't understand the life of a professional actor. But he's pretty busy, and he would have turned him down if they had called him anyways. Do you think every time Patrick Duffy's life has taken a turn for the worse, which I imagine has pretty much just been constantly since Set by Step went off the air, that he's just waiting to, like, wake up, and it, uh, it was all a dream, and he just, like, steps out of the shower, <laughs> and he's like, Patrick Duffy? And his wife is like, no, it's Why still... Why is he? It's he still, sounds like a doe creature It's suddenly. still real life, Patrick Duffy. It's still real life. Oh, Duffy. Have you guys seen, and this is going to, one of the earliest, uh, one of the earliest, like, internet sensations was uh, Patrick Duffy and the Crab. Are you guys familiar with this? No. This this had bypassed me for uh, a long time, but there is a series of videos, if you look out there on the internet, about Patrick Duffy and his life with a stuffed crab puppet named the Crab. Like, in one episode, the crab teaches Patrick Duffy about Facebook and ringtones. They watch Top Model together. Yeah, this is a thing you could... In one episode, the crab dares Patrick to eat a dime. (laughs) That's just a thing you can watch on the internet now. Is Duffy going to make a comeback? I feel like Duffy's, like, right on the edge. I feel like he's on the cusp, and I feel like we're doing the Lord's work with this podcast, this this Duffy-centric app. If Patrick Duffy were a Pokemon, what type would it be? Because I would say fighting, maybe psychic. Oh, I was going to say water-based. Why is he water-based? Because he, he's able to elicit tears with the power of his acting. I guess that's true. <laughs> I would say electric, because his fucking performances since... Is just, there a sexual uh, gen, uh, like genre of Pokemon? Yeah, he's a sex type. With sexual he's based power? sex type. <laughs> you sex tornado, Duffy! <laughs> <laughs> Duffy, 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 yeah. 
use e bowl of cereal, sadly. Duffy. You don't know fucking Duffy. <laughs> Why don't you get off Duffy's job, Travis? Listen, we. I'm sorry. I thought that we had this thing going, and oh yeah, but it was coming from a place of like fun and respect for like his work, and you were like, oh, he's. And then I paint a picture of him sadly eating kashi, and suddenly, it's not okay. Well, it's disrespectful, is what I was saying. Like, what? Hey, Trav, can I ask you a question? Uh huh. What the fuck have you done? I watched step by step. Yeah. (laughs) Always. Okay. You're a fucking. You're a fucking Monday morning Duffy, is what you are. This has been our Duffy-based podcast, my brother, my brother, and me. It's not uh, always like this, we promise. So tell someone about the show. It's going to be from now on, though. Mm. From now on, it's it's very heavy on the Duffy. Uh, Thank you so much You say it's not like this, but I feel like every third week we pick, like, who's a celeb that's kind of fallen out of favor? (laughs) Oh, uh, fucking Squinto from from Third Rock. (laughs) Zachary Zachary Squinto? Zachary Squinto. Let's pick on that (laughs) pool for a while. God, we're fucking bullies for people who have had, like, careers that, uh, like, all three of us combined have eclipsed us completely and totally. I'm just saying it's a, it, we're getting mean, guys. We're getting mean. We getting tend shady. to pick people who aren't going to fight back. That's the thing, though. I mean, fucking that- Duffy will chop us apart. <laughs> Duffy will chop us apart. You hear about Griffin? You hear about Griffin? Yeah, he got chopped apart. He got chopped apart. Duffy's Duffy, got him for the other two. Duffy heard about the shit that he said, and he chopped his entire body off. This is the great paradox of my brother, my brother, me, though. If one of these people were to, uh, in any way, acknowledge our existence, oh, forget about it. They'd be the king of the podcast. Yeah. They would, they would, I would, it would actually just, just be... cede my shares to Patrick Duffy. He could take over my portion of my brother, my brother, and me. Uh, this has been our advice podcast. Thank you to people tweeting about the show like A. Foster, Lucy Osborne, uh, Sean Wesley, Matthew Carsons, uh, Ryan Huppets, Grace McGush. Uh, Chris Van Patten, Claire, uh, Jonathan Cole using the MBMBAM hashtag. If you do that, if you wouldn't mind sharing our sample, it's bit.ly forward slash MBMBAM 2013 is our is our new one out there. Uh, and uh, we hope you can share that with a friend. Also wanted to uh, remind you guys, thank you to Hulu Plus, where you can binge on thousands of hit shows anytime, anywhere. Support our show. Get the extended free trial of Hulu Plus. Go to HuluPlus.com forward slash my brother. Hulu dot HuluPlus.com forward slash my brother. While you're there, watch the Patrick Duffy biography. It's 45 minutes long. It's the first result that came up. On Are Hulu you Plus, fucking kidding me? Why didn't we lead the show with that so people could watch it instead of listening to this? <laughs> I'll edit it and I'll put it at the very beginning. Hey, everybody, you're listening to my brother, my brother, and me. Go watch this fucking Patrick Duffy doc. <laughs> And people are going to be like, that's 45 conf- minutes long. That's confusing. But yeah, I think I'd like to learn everything about Patrick Duffy in less than an hour. No problem. Not a big deal. Uh, I want to thank John I'll- Roderick and the Long Winters for the use of our theme song. It's a departure off the album Putting the Days to Bed. It's a great album. Duffy sings a verse on seven, I believe. Mm-hmm. I can't I think. I thought it was Skies Open. Skies Open. Yeah, that was uh, Duffy sings that one part that's like, Patrick Duffy. <laughs> <laughs> Because he is a Pokemon. Just to be clear, he's a Pokemon. Uh, And uh, that's going to do it for us. Griffin, do you have one last question? Oh, hey, real quick, real quick, real quick. Sorry. Um, sorry. 
if you would uh, like to send out a personal message for someone, uh, whether it be a birthday, an anniversary, um, you know, just wishing them congratulations or good luck on something. Just yes, all to- the things that you might want to say to someone. I mean, I could keep going if you want to tell Please. them they have nice shoes or that you really like their taste in music or if you want to say, hey, I'm sorry, I ate the last cupcake or anything like that, you can go to uh, MaximumFun.org forward slash Jumbotron and buy them a personal message. You could also, while you're there, buy a a commercial message. If you have a business or a website or something else that you would like to uh, have us talk about, then go there. Or if you work for someone who would like to sponsor the show, like Warby Parker or Hulu Plus, um, just go to MaximumFun.org forward slash Jumbotron and you could support this show that you love so much and give us money to buy more awesome things. Like what? What awesome thing? What was the last awesome thing you bought? Well, just looking around the table, I've got my personalized mug here. I've got a tie-dyed T-shirt and a bag of Grippo spicy popcorn. So I feel like I'm living pretty high on the hog, Griffin. Uh, this final Yahoo is sent in by Alex Rich. Thank you, Alex. It's by Yahoo Institute user Hector, who asks, "Hi, I'm Hector Guerrero Lara, and I wanted to know at what age do I tell my son the truth about Santa?" <laughs> I'm Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. It's been my brother, my brother, and me. Kiss your dad square on the lips. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.